Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. It's Friday afternoon. This is an emergency three yards per carry with Simon and Alf, uh, brought to you by Manscaped, 20% off using the code 5RSN. The Dolphins have traded, if you've not heard, they've traded the third overall pick to the 49ers. Barry Jackson reporting that there were four trade offers on the table. They took the 49ers, and in return for the third overall pick, the Miami Dolphins get the number 12 pick, a 2021 third round pick, which is the 49ers compensatory pick for the Robert Sala hiring. And then they get two first round picks in 2022 and 2023, meaning that they will have four years of double uh, first round picks in the draft from 2020 through until 2023, which is some haul for Chris Greer. And if you look at if you look at the players that the Dolphins have been able to turn the uh, Laramie Tunsil trade into, it is quite. Uh, astonishing, quite eye-opening. Um, essentially, Miami have now netted the 26th pick in 2020, the 12th pick in 2021, the 36th, 102nd pick in 2021, plus a 2022 first and a 2023 first. That is quite the deal for Chris Greer. Dolphins fans obviously going mad, Alf. How do you feel? How do you feel the deal went? What's your what's the latest? Uh, I'm ecstatic. Uh, it's, a, it's a great deal. It gives the team a lot of a lot of options going forward, but if you got to think, you got to think about it like this, the 49ers are not doing this to take Kyle Pitts or Penny. So well, they're doing this to take a rookie quarterback, right? That rookie quarterback Three, plays four, in, yeah. in 2022. It's not, it's completely reasonable that we could be back here next year with another top five pick trying to do this once again. So I don't know. I think it's, it's only a disappointment if they don't, if they don't really just if they don't win a championship or at least make a Super Bowl in the next four years off of all of these first round picks, because I think this is unprecedented. If you look at what they got for Laramie Tunsil, I'm trying to do the math here. Has any player in the history of the sport been traded for four first round picks, a second round pick, and a third round pick? All right. It's astonishing. <laughs> I don't think it's happened before. So I guess this begs the question, you know, we're out of the, the number three business. So I, I think Penny Sewell is off the board, I would say. Kyle Pitts is off the board. And I guess we could finish up right here. You know, what does this bring in? What are we doing with that 12th pick? Or is it a possibility that you, they could be moving up for a guy in this draft? Sorry, say that question again. 
yeah, does obviously this has to take Penny Sewell and Kyle Pitts off the board completely for the Dolphins at number twelve. But do you yeah. think do you think that they might even move up for a guy, or do you think they're just staying put at twelve? And I think you have to see names, how... Give me some names that you would look at at number twelve now. I think uh, it takes them out of Pitts. It takes them out of Chase. It puts them on the perimeter. I think of Smith. Or Waddle depends how teams in the top ten view the two of them. You know, it's a bit like Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy last year. Nobody expected Ruggs to go ahead of Judy. Ended up doing that. It's a difficult one. It is a difficult one. I think um, Miami are right on the periphery. I mean, a twelve to me is too high for Najee Harris. Um, so it really does put them in a very interesting bind. I think if there's a, I, I really don't think based on what Brian Flores said at, at the Senior Bowl that they want to move. They wanted to move out of the top ten, and I think they've got the the ammo to move. You, know, you can give that third round pick the, the compens, compensatory pick for for Salah, mm-hmm. back up a couple of spots to get, you know, a Waddle or a Smith or or, or whoever. Really, I, I don't think Miami can come out of that top. Uh, portion of the first round without having a skill position player and it can't be Najee Harris because to me the value is not 12 for a running back um, you know uh, obviously Pene Sewell probably out of the picture now Rashawn Slater out of the picture although you know tackle is not really a need it was just whether or not you know do you pass up on a really stud player I suppose it brings Micah Parsons into the picture absolutely um, but you know do, how happy will Dolphins fans be if they, if you get out the first round and you have Micah Parsons and Najee Harris and you still haven't answered the wide receiver question, yes, you have the 36, the, you have two twos, two threes that you can do that with. And that for me, there is obviously, you know, you look at recent draft history and Devontae Adams and, and Michael Thomas and DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. And, the, you know, the, there is tremendous value in the second and third Rattler Lockett, you know, in lower rounds, certainly the second day rounds. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of players that fall into that mix, whether that's a Kadarius Tony, a Rashad Bateman, a you know, a Diami Brown, Dwayne Eskridge's, Amari Roger, Amari Rogers, all those sorts of players. You know, there's some Terrace Marshalls. Um, it will be very interesting to see what the Dolphins do. I mean, they've you know, they control the next three drafts, really. I mean, it's um Chris Greer's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, and now let's do something that we normally never do on on this show, but I, I guess we have to do it. This is Justin Fields, right? Or is it Trey Lance? Who do you think Dif- San Francisco is difficult. doing this for? Difficult. I would say, for me, it would be Trey Lance. Um, I suppose the one factor would be whether or not, you know, the, the, the thing that really worries me about Justin Fields is the processing. It's the mental clock. So, you know, sticking him in a West Coast offense where it's a you know, quick decision and throw, quick decision and throw, quick, you know, it, it's not a lot of thinking time. Um the, the very nature of the West Coast offense is predicated on timing, on timing, on timing. You know, if he doesn't have to overthink things, then I think, you know, it could be Justin Fields. Um, you know, the inexperience of Trey Lance, what are they going to do with Garoppolo? For me, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be traded back to the New England Patriots. He'll be their starting quarterback next year. But yeah, the NFL got really exciting today. There, there is no offseason. <laughs> no, there isn't. Absolutely not. Now, we got to think of another thing here. They have... 2021 to look at Tua Tonga Bailoa. It'll be 16 games, well, 17, if they had the, the 17th game, which I believe they will. 17 games plus the nine that he started this past year to evaluate him. This trade keeps them in the Deshaun Watson watch. Mm. And I guess, and I guess since they have first rounders in 2022, 2023, it puts them right to the front of the line. 
Yeah. This is just spectacular work, I would say, from Chris Greer. Yeah, now he's got to make the picks. Now he's got to get the players. You know, yeah. now he's got to get really good players. Um, you know, because history is littered with with uh, general managers who had a lot of first-round picks and wasted them. He's yeah. got to land players now. He's got to land solid, serious contributors now. The guys that we talked about in the same breath as the top players at their position around the league. You know, you don't hear that very often with Dolphins players. Xavier Howard, probably the only one. Over the next three, four years, we now need to hear the names of these players that he's going to draft, talked about in the upper echelons of players in the league. Where is our Devontae Adams? Where is our Travis Kelsey? You know, where is our, um, you know, where is our, God, I'm running out of great names of players, but there's a lot of them. Do you know what I mean? Where is our big safeties who are going to, you know, dominate the league? Where is our Ed Reeds? Where are these guys? Where's our Bobby Wagners? They've okay. got to find them. We have further breaking news. The Dolphins have now traded the 12th, the 123rd, and a future first-round pick to the Eagles for the 6th and the 156th in the 2021 draft. What is going on here? Wow. So the Dolphins are back in the top 10. All right? That's breaking news right now. Dolphins trade 12th, 123, and a future first to the Eagles for number 6 and 156 in this year's draft. So they're back at number six now. They moved down three spots and gained. I'm trying to do the math. This is a lot of math here. They gained a first round pick to move down three. They, they gained a first round pick and a third round pick to move down three spots, essentially. Wow. This is, this, uh... <laughs> this, is this is really, really good work by this is this incredible is work by crazy. <laughs> This is incredible work by Chris Career here. Like, wow. <laughs> like, how do you how do you figure this, huh? I mean, okay, that I'm is, just trying to get it. It's right on NFL Network. It's a big breaking news scroll. I'm just trying to quantify it. I mean. <laughs> wow, this is incredible. This really is incredible. They've done it again. Okay, the Eagles, here's a wrap report. Eagles tried to trade the number three, but they, they could they would only do it for Zach Wilson. So now they, they traded with Miami, and it's official. Field Yates is now on to there, and so is Schefter. Eagles have traded the six, traded the six pick to Miami for a 12 and a 2022 first rounder. So, the, so next year's first rounder is gone. We keep the 2023, and we still have a 2022. So, wow. So, essentially. So, we, and we get, their, we get their 156 for the 123. Yes. So, so that's all. We're, so, we're giving up a first next year and the 123, and we're getting back the six this year and a 156. Yes. So, so we're now definitely get we're definitely getting the skill position player they want. Yes, absolutely. Now, it's a, it's a lock. Okay, now wow. it's a now it's a lock. Well, it's a lock because now now the picture is a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Lawrence one, Wilson two, Lance or Fields three, Lance or Fields four to Atlanta, almost certainly. Yes. And then the question then at five is: Is it Jamar Chase who apparently Joe Burrow is pushing hard for? Is it Penny Sewell? Is it Kyle Pitts? So if it is Jamar Chase, and all of a sudden Miami's at the sixth pick with the opportunity to get Pitts, Smith, Waddle, 
and you never know. They could, you know, somebody else. They, there's no. They could move down one or two spots. I mean, wow, it's all going off. <laughs> Chris Greer, Chris Greer went crazy today. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, Barry Jackson, who's done. I guess he, this is really, really good reporting by Barry Jackson. He says there's four offers, and they pick and chose. And they said, look, San Francisco's offering the most. We can't say no. Let's just take it. And and it's being reported right now that. The Eagles were really, really hot after our pick. They couldn't trade with number two, which kind of shows you that the, the Jets are showing their hand. They're taking Zach Wilson. That, it's, that's a done. That's a done deal. Because the Eagles couldn't get to two. So the Eagles had to swing a trade with us. And now wow. we're at six. Okay. Unless Chris Greer makes another trade in the next two or three minutes, I think we could close it right here. Give me your board. Give me five names at number six and let's go on record who would you well, take it's, it's got to be well i mean it's too early to go on record i think because until all the pro days are done i want to see the numbers and stuff but uh, uh-huh. you know the names have to be so the four quarterbacks are obviously out and then uh cincinnati is taking one of Pitts, chase or sewell um and then at that point the dolphins are left with waddle smith Pitts. Sewell, you take one of those guys. And quite frankly, you'd be happy with all of them. I, I personally would would probably take Kyle Pitts first. Um, Smith and Chase, I have one and one A, and then Waddle a little bit behind. Waddle's explosive, but not perhaps the most natural hands catcher. Um, obviously coming off the injury, but there's a lot you can do with him. Obviously played with Tua. You, know, you have Will Fuller outside, so you could play him in the slot. So, you know, there's lots of... I mean, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. The Dolphins have placed themselves in a perfect position. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, and I tend to agree. Uh, where's Cincinnati picking? Is what I want to know. They're, five. Who or where? Yeah, where? Where are they picking? They're picking five. Yeah. So it's Jaguars, Jets, 49ers, Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles. Okay. So it's I think it's four quarterbacks, and then Cincinnati. Cincinnati just got their tackle. Cincinnati doesn't have to worry about us anymore. They take Penny Sewell at number five. No, is well, it depends what they think about. Depends what they think about Riley Reef and whether or not that you know Jonah Williams is going to stay at right tackle or kick inside the guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the rumor is that Joe Burrow is pushing extremely hard for Jamar Chase. Um, you know, and if Riley Reef is your answer at uh, left tackle, you can get Jamar Chase in the first round and come back and get Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State in the second round, or Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. They're both right tackles. You know, so you get your tackle, you kick Jonah Williams inside, and you get a first round receiver in Jamal Chase, who you know has played with Burrow. So, yeah, I think uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I'll give you my board. My board is pretty simple. I think Kyle Pitts will be there now at six. I think you might you might lose one of the 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 wide receivers if it's Chase. We didn't talk too much about Chase, but you know, if you could get Devonta Smith at six, we were talking about Devonta Smith at number three, you know, a couple of months ago. We were talking about Kyle I mean, Pitts at number three a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago. The bottom line is the Dolphins can still get the player they were almost certainly going to take at three at yes. six and still have an extra first rounder. Yes, absolutely. Great work by Chris Greer. Keeps them keeps them in the Deshaun Watson conversation for next year, and they can get who they want now. And yeah. to be fair, they might not be done. Because, you know, 100%. they could get they could catch a curveball on draft day. Who knows? Maybe at the top of their wide receiver board is Devonta Smith. He goes number five, and they say, you know what? We don't want to pick here. 
because now now our hands being forced and they trade down yet yet again. So great work by Chris Greer. You're going to hear plenty of this and we're going to talk plenty about it as we start breaking down the draft in future episodes starting next Wednesday. But till then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.